When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of She's a New Yorker. I'm Katie, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Mars. Happy Thursday, as usual. Happy Thursday. This week's episode was hilarious. You're going to laugh the whole time. Not for nothing. Like, the TikTokers that we have interviewed are the funniest ones. Like, TikTokers are hilarious. TikTokers are so funny. Ziki, do you want a mic? Yeah, Ziki has a lot to say today. She really Come on, does. The microphones are over here, not over there. Hold on. I'll just talk to myself. Um, actually, there are a few announcements that we have to make. We now have a code: Mindset Wellness CBD products. Use code New York for twenty percent off. So it's a CBD brand. You can go back to our. Um, Instagram and check out our live that we did with them and order some CBD products. We have our code in our post. New York, everybody. N-E-W-Y-A-W-K. Very easy. Yeah. And you'll start sleeping better, be more productive. If you've got a dog like Ziki and need to chill her out a little bit. Yeah, they have puppy <laughs> CBD. It's great. Um, but yeah, going back to today's episode, we recorded with Izzy, the average rich housewife from TikTok. Yeah. Find her on TikTok, YouTube. She's a podcast or Instagram. Yeah. I found her. So as all of you know, Katie and I grew up on in New York York. (laughs) and, um, on the Upper East Side and what Izzy kind of has done is she teases like the average housewife the and the lifestyle of an Upper East Side housewife because at the end of the day, like some of the things that go on are so ridiculous that if you can't laugh at it, like, come on. Pull the stick out of your asshole. Yeah. And she like reminds me of like our moms. Like she's yeah. got a sense of humor. Yeah, totally. And I think our moms would love, love her. her. No, love her. Like, that's why when I, when I found her, I was like, oh my God, she reminds me of my mom. And just like things my mom used to be like, this is insane. Like, yeah. Our moms are like bougie, but they're down to earth. Yeah. And like, I feel like they can acknowledge things that yeah. happen. Because in their our, heads uh, aren't in the clouds. Yeah. Like, like Izzy. But Check her out. She's really funny. And just keep listening. You get a little taste for her personality. Um, And stay tuned for the end of the episode. We do the five Fs with Izzy. According to our poll, people like when we do them with guests. And she's a real New Yorker. She's a Brooklyn girl, which Mm -hmm. we love. Um, So, yeah, Izzy gives us her five Fs, New York style. Yeah, for sure. Um. Mars, did you know that there's a new 365 movie coming out? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do tonight. Tonight. It came out yesterday. Yeah. 
I'm so my excited. My cousin Anastasia said it's amazing. She watched it already? She said the plot is better than the second one. Good. The second one was no plot. I just like... Is this the last one? I feel like yes, but I don't know. But I saw pictures literally just now. I texted in, um, Anastasia and I was like... I saw pictures of Michael Marone, yeah. the main actor, and Anna Maria, I think her name is. Yeah. The coast, his co-star. And oh, are you worried the other guys out there? No, Nacho's there. Yeah, I was going to say. He's they're making like, out like in New York. I think they're dating. Wait, you saw photos of them in real life? Yes. Not from the movie They teaser. also were at Soho House Rooftop on Friday. No, they weren't. Like, I literally, Stas texted me and she's like, they're at Soros Rooftop Wait, Go right dating. now. And I was like, I'm in the Hamptons already. Like, can I literally get on a train and go back to the city and go to their rooftop? We should have. Like, of all places. You know, I feel like they're dating. I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm doing my digging. I was doing that right before you got here. Okay. Definitely let me know if they're dating for real. I would be so happy. They I for will. sure. I mean, how do you not fall in love while making that movie? That's the I'm thing. I'm sorry. And the thing is, like, I was watching videos from their red carpet and... They were touchy. They were very touchy, but then I'm like, they're probably so comfortable with each other. Because, 100%. So, like, I can't tell if it's, like, romantic or they're just, like, best friends and super comfortable with each other. No, that's not best friends. <laughs> like, there's know. acting, and then there's that. I don't know if I want to watch it. Like, I think I might want to watch it on the weekend. Like, save it. Yeah, and, like, I might save it for Sunday night. Okay. You know? I watched a really cute movie, though, last night. Like, what? Last night. Okay, I need a new one. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's called Look Both Ways. It's really, really good. Really? Yeah, it would actually be perfect for tonight. Okay, wait. So speaking of um, movies and documentaries, since we're doing that really quick, um, for anyone, I don't think I've even spoken about Mal, but she no. is a new New Yorker. Um, she's our friend from Chicago. She's actually my cousin Anastasia's friend and now has become ours. And she came and we stayed like at my house in the Hamptons, out. literally. Oh, and it, are you going to talk about the show, Her and Cart? You watched it? Yes. It's called Untold Something. I'll put it on, but I can't sit here and look for it. But I will post it on our story. Post it on the stories. On yeah. Thursday. Okay. Yeah. It's literally about, yeah, I need to find it. It's catfishing. Um, oh, wait, oh, the most hated man on the internet. <laughs> so it's literally about this NFL player and... Which he one? gets catfished. He's irrelevant. He like is a nobody. Which team was he on? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. He sucked. Like okay. well, he's not a good NFL. We're player. not talking about Peyton Manning. No, no, no. <laughs> um, he got catfished. Just watch it. It's literally insane. Okay, it's literally insane. Um, and then we watched Carly and Mal watched the Turpin family documentary. Have you watched that? He talked about it on the morning toast. You the other watch day. a lot of documentaries. I love doc. That's where I can focus. I can't focus in movies and TV shows, but documentaries I can. Yeah, I'm like not. I mean, I'll watch them, but I'm not gonna. It's not my first choice. Um, and another TikTok star that I wanted you to check out is Emily Kim. I think. Oh, I don't know her. She predicts baby names. She went viral on TikTok, and Vogue just did an article on her. She Have you predicts- tried it? No, I, what? I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Wait, so she predicts what you're going to name your baby? Yeah, Emily Kim. Okay, I got to watch her. I'll send you the article on Vogue. Okay. I'll post that too. But Everyone everybody- enjoy Izzy. Hopefully we get to go to Omar's with her. Um, and we'll keep you posted. In, your fi- in the 5Fs. And we'll definitely take a TikTok with her if we do. Yeah, we'll keep you posted if we go. 
Everybody use code New York for 20% off of Mindset Wellness CBD and don't forget to share, rate, and subscribe to the episode. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Bye. Um, so, Izzy, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for having me. Of course. We're so excited to have you. Yeah. Where are you joining us from? I'm in South Beach. Amazing. I came here for the summer. Amazing. Not my smartest move. It's, it's hot, right? It is um, disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But I have a place here, so I was like, I'm going to come visit my family. But I'm leaving. I'm leaving at the end of July. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be able to do the whole summer. Yeah. August will be rough. Yeah. I'm going to go to Mexico. We're out of here. Amazing. I pulled my kids out of camp. I'm like, we're leaving at the end of the month. Being extra fucking dramatic. I told my husband, I'm leaving the country. It's yeah. so bad. I have to leave the fucking country. Yeah, not just Florida. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to just leave. Like, I need to go somewhere where I can get an abortion if I need one. True. <laughs> you know what? Fair. I don't even have female organs that make babies, just so you know. Like, I've had them removed. Right. However, I need to go to a country where if I wanted them back. like You could. I, it could happen. Um, yes, perfect. So will you please tell our listeners a little bit about you, a little bit about yourself, and how you came up with the idea of starting The Average Rich Housewife? So my name is Izzy. I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, I'm like a real New Yorker, not like a transplant. Um, I grew up super, like, humble. We didn't have much. I lived this whole great life. I was a bartender. I went to school, da 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 And then... Um, I made a bunch of money and, and I had like 87 careers and at 35 I met my husband who I call my sugar daddy um, and we lived like this Upper East Side life and it's super bougie. Now from where I started to where I ended up I can see the differences in like how ridiculous my life is and the right. fact that like my kids won't sit in row 26 like my son goes to row 26 and he's like mom like there are other people on our plane. Like, I know that, I know that, like, these things are not realistic because I've seen the other side of life. So I thought that making, like, a YouTube show or a blog, a blog which I have, and a podcast and, and my TikTok, I just started it for fun to kind of, like, make fun of, kind of like the book Park Avenue Primates of yeah. my yes, world. I love that and book. Apparently it caught on because it's realistic. I'm not the only one living in this world that's, like, this shit is ridiculous, this guys. This is crazy, like, Yeah. Like, we pay $100,000 for tuition. My mother didn't make that literally after working for 30 years. She supported a family of three kids on, like, a quarter of that. Like, right. So that's where I am. And um, and that's how I'm developing my following and all of that. Yeah. And I still live in Manhattan, and I travel a lot. But, like, my main thing, my main place where we live in Manhattan is so I'm still living this life. It's not like I'm talking about, like, Park Avenue Primates where she's talking about the past. Like, this is my everyday life. Yeah, right. This is current. And you know what's great is like you're using TikTok. You're using like platforms that people are using and checking every day. So yes. it's like I could be walking down the street, like getting coffee at a place that you're literally talking about, like on your TikTok and about yes. how like so, ridiculous it is. And it's like you can't help but laugh because you're like, holy shit, I'm literally on my way yeah. to go pay for like a seven dollar coffee. Yeah, so there's, like, a mom about to pay $62 at Starbucks, and she's like, oh, my fucking God. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Or, like, you go out on Saturday night with your sneakers, because I know that's what you girls wear. Yeah. 
Um, and you, you hear me in your head, like, oh my God, the average of child's wife was just talking about how the young girls wear sneakers on Saturday night and it's horrible. Yeah. Right. No, it's funny, <laughs> but it's also just so true. Like it resonates. Yeah. Yes, it's realistic. It's real life. So yeah. I feel like that's funny. And I also Sorry. feel like, and I don't know if you girls feel like this, the, um, content is shifting. I feel like people are going more towards not like reality show, but more like, uh, real life. Content is no longer visual and aesthetic. It's like we went through COVID. People want like real shit. They want to see your real shit. They don't want to see like the perfect. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like the content has definitely shifted through the pandemic. Even like Instagram, people like will post a photo dump and like no editing, no filters, nothing. I feel like that's like the coolest thing to do. Um, I agree. So I basically like to talk about all the ridiculous things that we do as New Yorkers or as like people that are average rich. And I consider myself average rich. I'll explain that really quick because in New York, you know, anywhere else in the world that you go, if you have like anything more than a million dollars, you're some level of wealth. You're right. in that top 1%. In New York, it's so scary. like you, you can hit the $50 million range and you're still like, nobody like, right you're you still don't have enough money to to give a donation to get your kid in the school and you're like i have 50 you know i'm worth 50 million and in new york it's like mm, you him that guy that picks up the garbage that little old italian man is 50 million dollar real estate like everybody <laughs> right. has that much money so for us in new york we're just average everywhere else we're like wow but in new york it's like okay it's you guys like are a just different fucking level average. Yeah. It's a different level of wealth. Like it's New York, Dubai. There are very few places in the world that have this concentrated wealth where you would be considered average at the level that we are. Like I have a three thousand square foot apartment in Manhattan. That's unheard of. But for my world, everybody has a fucking three two thousand. Oh, no. Like I have right. squalor. My apartment is squalor. <laughs> I walk into play dates and I'm like, nobody's coming to my apartment for a play right, date after seeing right. this shit. <laughs> right. That but that's why like I like your content because I think it's also, like, probably the misconception of people who aren't from Manhattan who think, like, we think this is normal life. And, like, we know this is ridiculous. Like, I remember growing up, and, like, my, my dad's from Brooklyn. My mom's from Queens. Like, they grew up very humble. And I remember, like, when I went to our school, like, our private school, and I was like, oh, I need, I need like, American Girl dolls. I need my – and my mom was like, what? is this we were like, lucky if we got a cabbage patch doll right <laughs> for like 22 dollars right for christmas for a holiday that's what she, she was like your birthday parties like the amount i would spend on your birthday parties like at the american girl doll cafe and whatever like it's ridiculous like we know it's ridiculous we yeah so everybody else thinks we don't realize it's ridiculous like we know that paying 18 dollars a drink is not fucking realistic right yeah, we but, know that like paying four grand a month for a 300 square foot apartment with no dishwasher <laughs> and no washer dryer and no doorman and you have to walk up eight flights of stairs we know that's crazy but like we're gonna do it yeah i call us urban warriors i'm like we're complete <laughs> urban warriors like anywhere else in the world for four thousand dollars you want luxury you want a doorman you want a washing machine you want a pool you want full amenities uh, i'm like, like oh my god walls and a i got a deal Great. Yeah, I'm like, I got a fucking deal. I can fit a bed, a yeah. twin bed in the bedroom. Yes. Right. Like, people don't realize that. But we actually know we're paying for it, and we pay for it willingly because we live in New York. Like, right. I don't care what anybody says. Post-pandemic, pre-pandemic, it was like, New York is not the same. First of all, New York is the same. It's ever-changing. I've lived in New York for 42 years. I've lived there since there were prostitutes on the West Side Highway. Yeah. Like, 
New York is ever changing. It is not the same, but it wasn't going to be the same. And it's not going to be the same in a few years. It is New York. It's a city. It shifts. And we pay to live there. And I don't care about all the people that couldn't afford the taxes and moved to Florida. We are going to continue to pay to live there because it's fucking New York. And that's just it. And we're arrogant and we can be. Yeah. And that's, we're, we're about that. Yeah. What do you think, like, the biggest misconception is people have about raising a family in New York and in Manhattan specifically? Well, Manhattan specifically, people think like, oh, my God, why would you pay so much and not have a yard or your kids don't have anywhere to run? Or I'm like, first of all, my kids have three houses, so they have enough space to run. <laughs> Second of all, Central Park is my kid's yard. Right. Like your kid is going to soccer practice on Saturday and that is their cultural experience. My son has been to like 17 Broadway shows. He can get around on a subway. He has life skills that your child will never have. Like, right. I'm sorry, at seven, he just has fucking life skills. And so I don't care what people say about growing up in New York, that they don't have space, that they need more sports. New York offers everything that a suburb would offer. And I've lived in both because in COVID, we shifted to, a, to Miami suburb for a while. And my kids are offered all of the same things. The only thing I can say is you have to be able to afford it in New York yeah, where in a suburb right. you can be average, not average rich, and you can afford all of the things that, that are normal where in New York, you really need a certain level of finance, even living in the boroughs, even living yeah. in Brooklyn, even living in the outer, outer boroughs, you need to make a certain amount of money for your kids to have a certain quality of life and to be that is a lot cheaper in the suburbs. Yeah. It's so funny. Like people do say that a lot. And like, I could be, I guess, considered like half a transplant. And what I get a lot is like, so I moved into the city when I was like 13 and I was in Tenafly, New Jersey, which is before that, which is like 10 minutes over the G. Yeah, yeah. So I get a lot of times like, why did your parents put move you from a suburb into the city at such a young age and then decide to like, you know, I guess, transplant you there for the rest of your life. And I mean, the reality of it is my parents got divorced and that's what they wanted to do. But like my mom was like, I hated not being in a suburb. And like, it was my dream to like, I mean, being not in being a in the suburb. city. city yeah, yeah. City. I tell my she husband all the like, time, like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she was like, I couldn't wait to like move you back. So, but I feel like most people feel that way and they move to the suburb for like a money because they don't have enough money to have space. I don't think anybody actually. And I mean, this is really from knowing a lot of families that have left in COVID. I don't think anybody leaves willingly. Yes. I think that people I've leave because that. they're like, we need more space. We have more kids. Yeah. It's cheaper to go to school. Nobody leaves because they're like, oh, my God, we just like if they could afford it and the money was unlimited, they would stay. Totally. Right. Or it's one spouse wants it and the other does. And yes. like you're compromising for... Or you just get divorced, sweetie. You, right. get a new... <laughs> you just get a new spouse. Right. <laughs> no, we, we happen to be a, a couple who both will not leave the city. My husband doesn't even like Miami. He's like, mm, I'm going to stay in Manhattan. It's honestly, though, it's so important. Like, we even talk about it with, like, dating and whatnot. Yeah. Because no. I'm not leaving. And I like my very... My best friend deals with this dating as well because she'll meet a guy from outside the city and she's like, you know, you, I know you live right outside the city. The matchmaker set us up, blah, blah, blah. But... You need to know, like, I'm not leaving. Like, if we a, are going to. It's a deal breaker for some it's people. It's a deal breaker. For some people, it is. So, But some people have the vision that they want to go raise kids and have, you yeah, know, a dungeon the white in the basement bed. and sleep with their neighbors. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> How do you keep your boys grounded with when so they're growing up are... around so much wealth and whatnot? 
they've never seen a shift because they've only grown up this way. Right. So they've never like, lived in other places. And even in the suburbs that we've lived have always been like, we live in Miami Beach suburbs. The only shift that they will see is like when I bring them to Brooklyn where I grew up. So they know, and when we travel, they know the difference. However, they don't know the difference because their whole life has been this. So they, it's not like we moved from one place and it's like, okay, now dad's making more money. We're gonna have a nicer place. Like this has been, right. they're their the life. same house that they were born in. Yeah, like they're... The suburbs that they've been exposed to are not... Um... No. I told my husband, I said, it's going to be a really harsh reality for my children when they're adults and they, they like have to travel or pay the bill and they're like wait. ordering something that they would order normally and they're like, wait, how much is that? My parents paid how much to fly us or my mom paid how much to dress us? Like, yeah. like when they have to actually pay the bill themselves and realize how they grew up then they're going to be like... Yeah. Well, that's where I feel like we're at. Like I am like with the flying, like I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe they would like fly us. A family of how many people like. Right. And like, or even traveling, like paying for hotels or like meals and this and that. Like I definitely see it now where I'm like paying for things on my own. And I'm like, oh my God, like. My kids are going to be staying at the Hampton Inn when they have to pay for it. They're like, oh no, 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 no. We're not staying there. I definitely notice it. Yeah. No, listen, when my kids understand how much our seamless bill is every month, they're going to yeah. have a breakdown. Yeah. They're going to be making chicken from Costco right. because there is no way, like, my seamless bill, just in fees, is going to be more than their rent. Their seamless bill is probably going to be what their first right. year out of college salary is. My parking in Manhattan is more than yeah. my car. Like, they don't even understand the way, like, people don't have a car in Manhattan. People don't have a, a second house and then a third house and fly away and Fridays come home on Sundays. When this all comes to fruition and they're like, fuck, I'm going to give them their bill, first of all, because they have a bill um, yeah. of living with me from 1 to 18. And then, <laughs> oh my God. And then they're going to be like, shit, I can never pay this. Like, they'd have to work their whole life. Yeah. And that's without tuition. And then what, like, how would you say, like, growing up in Brooklyn has also, like, prepared you for dealing with, the Upper East Side housewives and the whole scene uptown in Manhattan. How would you, like, what would you say, like, the biggest difference you see is and how, like, are you, like, you know, proud? I feel like everyone who's from Brooklyn is, like, so proud to be from Brooklyn. I always like to say, if you grew up in New York, in any of the boroughs, even in the hood, even in the projects, the good thing about New Yorkers, even the hood people, are we're exposed. So, like, even if you grew up in the Chelsea Project, you still have to go through different parts of Manhattan and see Park Avenue. So you're super exposed to how everybody lives from the It's not like if you live in a suburb and you live in a wealthy suburb, you don't see the people from the hood. And if you live in the hood, you don't see the people from the wealthy suburb. In Manhattan, we're all at the same Starbucks online. So even though I grew up in Brooklyn in humble beginnings, I knew how the other side lived because we used to go to the doctor in Manhattan or meetings or whatever. And I knew you know how to act because you're mixed with everybody else. We're all together. Like mm-hmm. the woman who's going to, you know, lives in the projects, kids are going to the same public school as the woman who lives on Park Avenue. Mm-hmm. Some public school. Or we're all going to the same after school. Like we're very integrated in New York. Even if you don't want to be, you are. So I feel like that prepared me because I knew which world I wanted to be in. But dealing with the housewives, I feel like because I'm a little clever and sassy and I don't take them seriously and I know that they're just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I don't make a lot of friends. <laughs> but, but I don't make a lot of friends. I'm good. Yeah. No, I feel like Yeah, I'm not the I'm not the favorite lady on the roster. Yeah. Well I feel like also sometimes like people tend to like care about different things. Like I remember even my mom like 
had a hard time with some of the questions being asked. And she was like, really? Like, my parents went to Baruch, like a city college. Because you think they're ridiculous. Like, some of the things that these ladies talk about, like how she's firing her Danny for pink Starburst. I'm like, are we really having this fucking conversation? Yeah. Like, And then this other woman, she got her nanny an apartment in, like, the Dakota a studio to live in. I'm like, you got your fucking babysitter nanny a five thousand dollar a month apartment, so she like stay like. Do you, do you realize how this sounds? Yeah. Like, but they don't. They think it's completely normal. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. and that's why we're not going to be friends. I'm going to send my manny on our next play date. I have a manny on our next play date. I'm not going to hang out with you, fucking right. crazy girl. Right. There's enough alcohol in the world. Yeah. But yes. Some of this shit sounds crazy. No, I'll never forget. Like one of my first play dates when I was in like the second grade, the girl's mother asked me like oh where'd your parents go to college and I didn't know and when I got home I was like mom like where did you guys go to college like they were the parents were asking me and my parents were like are you kidding and my dad was like why were they right and he was like you can tell them we went to UCLA on the corner of Lexington Avenue because like they went to Baruch (laughs) on Lex I was like it's just great like it's crazy it is crazy no 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 the minute the first thing it's like what do you where do you go to school what do you do for work and then it's like oh well what is your husband if you don't work or whatever what does your husband do right like it's the first three questions where yeah. it meant where did you go to school because those four questions will put you in a box yeah. what you pay for tuition where you work where you went to school shows where you grew up and and what part of manhattan you live in which doesn't really matter now because it's kind of like as long yeah. as you own oh if you own a rent like these are the questions yeah. that people ask at like a, a mom's drink yeah. Not like, how's your mental health? Like, when I found my girls from Brooklyn, it's like, how are you doing? You lost your mom. Da, 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 da. We talk about shopping. We talk about a million things. When I, I, where are you traveling? How are the kids? How are they doing in school? But when I go out with my Manhattan wives, it's very like, yeah. let's talk about how much money without talking about how much money. Right, right. It's, yeah, it's That's ridiculous. true. Um, okay, now we're going to go into a game of this or that, like New York okay. style. Um, okay, New York pizza or New York bagels? Pizza. Okay. I know I'm supposed to say bagels, but pizza. Yeah, I feel like I feel the same. I'm not a yeah, I'm not a, like a huge bagel. That's girl. yeah, I feel like That's I like have pizza way more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Pizza. Yellow cab or Uber? Guys, I'm old school. I'm always gonna go for yellow cab. I even use the curb app because I'm Jewish and I'm cheap. <laughs> Uber I, is like, if you have to break the glass, emergency status. Totally. I'm drunk, but a corner and it's cold. Yeah, I'm I agree. Like, I'm late. Yellow cab. Agree. Um, okay, who would you rather hang out with? Private school moms, private school dads, or private school nannies? Private school dads. Yeah. <laughs> yes, always. The Regency Bar or Bevelman's at the Carlisle? Bevelman's. Okay. Carlisle. Agreed. Um, San Ambrose or Via Quadrona? Um, San Ambrose. But the one specifically in Brookfield Place. Oh, oh I love that one. It's so That's nice. Yes. So nice. Okay, good one. And I like the staff there. They're always so sweet. Yeah. Okay, good. I actually have to go It's to that really one. nice. I um, I don't like spend enough time there. Coffee or martinis? Guys. That's like asking me to pick between my children. <laughs> it's like saying Simon or Maximilian. Coffee or martinis. You can't, you can't ask a girl a question. 
coffee in the morning, martinis in the evening. What, yeah, I mean, hello. we need to talk about this. Hello. That's not, no, 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 that's a hard stop. There's no. Okay. It's like loving your children. I love them both the same. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer berries or soul cycle? Or? Soul cycle. Berries. I hate soul cycle lately. I feel like it got too solely and less cycle. It's just, and I think they're fucking rude there. They became arrogant with mm-hmm. like, if you're lo- less than 15 minutes, like, like I'm paying you $40 a fucking class to sit on a bicycle. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Be thankful. I have to cancel. Like here and again, people have to fucking cancel. You have a wait list. Like, right. give me my money back, asshole. Yeah. No, I didn't like their arrogance. I agree. I agree. They're really annoying when you can't like Berries cancel. Berries is super nice. And it's like a, a better workout. Yeah. And yeah. That's the thing too. Berries cancellation policy is like 12 hours soul cycles is like 24 like how am i gonna know is it 24 yeah. yeah like how am i gonna but know? even i can cancel same day berries is always nice the people are everybody yes. at every berries and I, I i travel and i go to different berries honestly i have great experiences yeah i agree i know about stories um sacks or bergdorf's sacks because bergdorf is just basic okay sacks is old school yeah. I okay. feel like even the Bergdorf should be also, I feel like everybody who wants to be wealthy goes to Bergdorf, but everybody who is wealthy goes to Saks. Like, Saks has more variety. Were you a fan of Barney's prior to? I was not a fan of Barney's. However, I was a fan of Henry right. Bendel's. Oh. And I'm still oh. in mourning Same, over Bendel's. I'm in mourning still. I'm I know. still walking around with my bag and my black dress as if, like, it's going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting. I threw them a funeral. Like, I was sad. <laughs> I think I liked that Barney's was friends. Agreed, agreed. Totally. I didn't. I, I didn't like Barney's either. It was like it's like Bergdorf. The only thing I like are the cafes, and I like <laughs> yeah. one downstairs better. Yeah. Um, Hampton summers or Europe travels? It's always no to the Hamptons. I'm a hard no on the Hamptons. Europe travels. Wow. Yeah, why? I could. I could totally get that from you. I am not a Hamptons girl. I've in seen any it on your I have TikTok to go to Long before. Island. I would go to Fire Island. But the Hamptons for me is every lady on the Upper East Side with yeah. white pants. Yeah, I have all the same restaurants. I have all the same people. Yeah. It's a house in the suburbs. Unless you're living on Dune Road, it's not interesting to me. I can have a house anywhere where I bring a bunch of people over. It's no different than my Catskills house or house in East Hampton because I'm in the middle of nowhere with a swimming pool. Right. Useless. Interesting. Okay. Um, Botox and filler or natural? Botox and filler and threading. Yeah. <laughs> and microblading and everything else what are we cavemen that's like giving birth c-section like no 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 no. we don't do that um okay and then last my favorite places to go to the city dinner and fun is omar's in the back of la goulet the secret oh, club i haven't been oh, i've never you have been. to go you have to have to go if you want to get in just let me know the doorman is moroccan i go i mean i have lunch there with my kids all the time but like it's amazing omar's is amazing that's my favorite fun in place yeah. um honestly also my favorite place to go and i'm a little ratchet is papa tool in soho because they play like reggaeton and it gets there fun there i haven't been oh my god because so, it gets a little it's fun it's just fucking fun the music is loud the guys are young okay. and it's fun but i like omar's i like papa tool what's um, the best night for omar's like is there a specific night omar's that's... is saturday okay omar's yeah. is saturday Okay. 100%. You can go on a Thursday. They have like a burlesque thing, but Saturday is the night for Omar. Okay. Fitness or wellness? Very. I, so my list of wellness is berries and then Equinox. Yeah. But I love berries. I like Equinox because I love their, all of, I, I'm a like, member all over and I like to their sauna. I can get a massage if I want to. I can go to the pool in Hudson Yards. I love it. And I like berries because it's just 
I like the workout. I like the berries workout. So those are my like New York picks. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then a fashion trend that you're loving right now or, or hating. I'm loving that you girls don't wear sneakers on Saturday night anymore. We don't. No, we don't. <laughs> you know what? Actually. We stopped. We used to all the time. And like, we're both short. Like we're like five, three, so five, proud. four. I am too. So we were like, no. we got to get the heels on. Okay. So I hate sneakers on Saturday night. I hate fucking this pajama look. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We talked about that on one of our podcast episodes. Um, I don't really like fashion right now. Honestly, I like glam. I do not. I'm going to go going more into things I don't like. I'm fucking negative as fuck. I don't like when everybody looks like they're from Jersey. Like women my age have like too tight of clothes. Yeah, or like, I'm like they dress that. like in a, like they're trying to dress like they're 20 years old. I do like the high-waisted that you girls have pulled back because us moms need a little high waist to cover things that we need to cover. Totally. I'm going to give that to you girls. And I, I do like the sneaker thing because I have been wearing sneakers a lot more. However, not on a Saturday night. Right. Yeah. Not for going out. No, I won't wear sneakers anymore going out. Ever. I'm, I'm not into Louboutins either. Like nobody no. that's goat. Nobody needs to know how much you pay for your shoes and you can't even walk in them. Those are like literally designed fuck me pump. Yeah. I'm not into those. However, like a heel. Yes. Any mm-hmm. heel. You need it in case you have to kick someone on the way home if they're fucking with you. Right. You never know. Especially. It's in, like a, it's like a safety city. device. Yeah. Forget pepper spray. Where you're in my day where we had to take yellow taxis and there was no like people watching your location, you needed to be careful. You needed a safety device and your heel was your safety device. Right. I remember <laughs> like before Uber was a thing, my parents used to make me send them like the number of the cab. Like yeah. 100. Like we used to get in the cab and you don't know if you're making it home. Like you're fucking wasted. You yeah. need your friend on the corner. You don't have a cell phone to get in touch with each other. You have to wait to get home on your house phone right. or beep each other. Like one, two, seven, whatever your beeper goes off. Like, girl, we were living in the dark ages. Right. So true. Um, yeah, you can literally like watch your friend as she Yeah, gets you can home. share your rides. Like everybody, I have my location and I have like six of my friends' locations just open like all the time. Like, oh, where's, Where's she right now? Is she working before I call her? Let me find out. Like, right. yeah. Um, okay. And then last one, a fad that you're like seeing a little too much of that you're not loving or it could, you could be loving it too. No casual. You guys are too fucking casual. I'm not casual. I am casual clothing are for casual people and New Yorkers are not casual. We are fucking formal. We send calendar invites. We are on time. We are extremely formal. I am not into this casual wear that like Paris brought out and now we have adopted adapted whatever no I'm not feeling it we need to be a little bit more formal we need to put our dresses on our skirts on makeup like don't be so fucking casual I know you guys don't want to get married and have babies your generation is all about like womanhood and (laughs) shit but like you can still look like a woman while doing this it's funny we were at we were at Casa Cipriani the other weekend and we were like a big group and everyone was saying it's so nice that there's a dress code like it actually how did you like Casa Cipriani Uh, we like it like Caitlin's a member I'm a member of Soho House it's such a different vibe like both of them but I kind of like the like sophisticated yeah I feel like Casa Cipriani is more like my husband brings clients there. I'm not interested in it. It's it's not like we went, we go a few times with clients and I was like, eh, it bores me. Yeah. Like, but I can't be like, like hanging. Like I wouldn't go hanging out with my friends. I would go because he had a client or people, friends visit from out of town and they want to have dinner there. I literally will not hold my membership pass this year. It was kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, we'll do it. But I'm like, this is boring. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit like that, but honestly, like- but for your age, I can see it. I can see it being cool for my age. It's like, okay, I'm in like Boca right now. 
Right. I feel like, honestly, like, in the city, we spoke about it on another episode, there's, like, such a rise in these, like, social clubs. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like before it really was Soho House, unless you were part of, like, New York Athletic Club or the Harvard Club, like, ones, like, things like that. But now it's, like, Zero Bond, Castro that I feel like you need someone. Let me someone tell you guys who- the truth. The people with Buku Bucks don't go there. Like, right. they either, nobody goes there. That's for, like, the younger people that are looking to meet people to come out. Yes. Like, you go there to socialize with other people to do business. Like, we're at a point where my husband needs to do business. The business is up and running. He actually, you know, sold and bought. Like, you get to a point, like, I don't want to go to the same place, and I don't want to go where people are going to hit me up for business. I want to go... We we don't go out that much, but when we do, you only hold a membership there to send clients, to send people that are visiting, to go with people that are visiting. I feel like it's more your age to network. When you get to a certain point, we don't need to network anymore. We already have our network between our kids' school and our synagogue and like the other places we go. I don't need to join a place to network. I've already got the places that I network and the people that I know in in your 40s, which you'll see the shift. Right, for sure. I definitely do feel like it's a younger But for younger thing. crowd, I feel like for 40 and under, especially if you're not established, it's 100% a great place to network because you will run into someone like my husband who's there with a client every now and again or da-da-da-da-da. So it is a good networking place, but the people that, have are, that are not interested in networking, that have already like made it, made it, the top tier, they're not, they're, we, have, we don't need to hold a membership there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. Not necessary. Before we wrap up, what do you have to say to like either the haters or like have you received any criticism like from family members or from people at your kid's school, like people in your circle? So I've had family members be like, what is the point of doing this? Like, you don't need to have a YouTube show. You have enough money. Like, and I'm like, sometimes things aren't about making money. Sometimes you can do something because you enjoy it. When you get to a certain point where you don't need any more money, you can actually just do things because it's fun. And then um, the criticism, I say, I have a lot of trolls that criticize me a lot, but not everybody, not everything is for everybody. So we all have different tastes, just like we don't like the same man. We're not all going to like the same thing. And I don't have to be your cup of tea and that's okay, but that's not going to stop me. I'm going to do what I enjoy. I learned one thing and you girls are young and you'll learn it as you get older life is really short. And when you go, you go alone. So your time here needs to, and even if you're married, you have to take your partner into consideration, but not that much. Right. Your time here needs to spend doing what makes you happy because once you leave, you're gone. And like your mark, my mark would have been like, my kids can watch my vlog and my things that I'm putting out now. Mm-hmm. For me, that's more important than what Susie from private school thinks of me. Because Susie from private school is going to like die on her own in some state assisted facility because her kids hate her. Right. So like, <laughs> I, so I really try not to think they, but people do criticize me all the time and they're like, you're vulgar, you're vain, you're, you're giving the impression that you're um, shallow. I'm like, I don't really care what you think about me actually. Right. And that's the impression that's most important to me that people realize that I don't care what they think. Yeah. Right. But honestly, that's probably why you've also gotten such a following. Like, and it's like, like your content's going to be relatable to certain people and it's not going to be relatable relatable to others like I think we both took a liking in it because we grew up in a similar right and like we find it so funny because we always will say amongst us and our friends like how ridiculous certain things are especially when we all left the city to go to college and like really realizing like how other people grew up that was when I started to realize right and like we can laugh about it and be like I can't believe we thought that was normal or like we can't believe we thought you know I always say I'm a really niche market like I'm not gonna have I'm never gonna have 10 million followers because my market is very niche however I would rather have 30,000 community than 
10 million followers. Yeah, and I love I don't that. Yeah, recognized everywhere. I need my community, and I go and I talk to them. And we do like my community. They follow me on everything that I'm on, and I know people's names. And they email me, and we go back and forth. So I would rather that than become like have 10 million because I don't need to be rich or famous. I just need to like have fun, and that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. And when you first started, like, what are your what did your sugar daddy? have to say about <laughs> oh my god honestly my family is super supportive except for maybe one family member one or two because i talk shit about them but <laughs> most of my family is super like they watch my son watches every episode my sugar daddy watches every episode my best friends are like on every episode they like my family is like hosting and they think like literally my my <laughs> calls me a celebrity i walk in she's like our celebrities here like they are like think it's like the best thing do you have a doggy i do yeah. i do oh, okay yeah <laughs> Jane does too. When we do our podcast, she's always like, "Yeah." <laughs> Mine's like, "Let's wrap it up." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no worries, no worries. Um, so, okay. And where can all of our listeners find you? Find your okay. content. So, I, you can find me Instagram. I am the average rich housewife on Instagram. Okay. TikTok, average rich housewife. My YouTube channel, average rich housewife, where you can see my reality series. I call it more of a variety show because it's. It's not like a reality show where like people are following me all day. It's more like a confessional, and then you see like gorilla footage of my life. So it's like real, yeah. And then um, and from there you can yeah. And and on my Instagram, everything has a link tree, so you'll be able to link to everything. Do you know?